You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. Hello, Riverdale gang. Happy summer. Um, I'm Chloe. I'm Ryan. And welcome to the Riverdale Gang, the critical commentary watch along podcast that is an examination critical commentary of the show Riverdale, recorded here on unceded Tsleil-Waututh, Musqueam, and Squamish territory, also known as Vancouver, BC. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a real summer treat for you all today. Um, Dr. Curdle Jr., who we've mentioned a few times uh, and have had the pleasure of running into around the theater scene, um, has decided to sit down with us and chat about his time on Riverdale and the chilling adventures of Sabrina. Yeah. Um, lovely person. Yes. Not creepy at all. Just a ray of sunshine. <laughs> so good at performing creepy, Nikolai yeah. is. Um, so, gang, we're going to jump right into our uh, interview with Nikolai. So, Riverdale gang, we're sitting here with Dr. Curdle Jr. in Riverdale, and you're going to have to actually remind us of your um, uh, character name in Sabrina. Ben? Ben? No, it's not Ben. Ben's another. Minor no, character. it was Howard. 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 Yes. The weird arts No, Harold. Harold. See? Even you don't know. <laughs> yeah, we're fine. It's, it's been a while since been that a while. was season yeah. one? That was, season, that was season in two. season two. Right, right. Yes. But it all kind of filmed back in last last fall i think yeah they right? filmed season one and two together mm-hmm. oh, okay. so most of that was in like november and other than your character names who are you nikolai uh my name's nikolai witchell i'm an actor uh who has done some film and tv stuff but uh i have a bfa in acting from the university of alberta in edmonton hmm. where i also studied with rapid fire theater uh before i relocated to vancouver uh, and I've been doing stuff with Instant Theater here, uh, Geeks vs. Nerds, which is kind of how we know each other, mm-hmm. uh, and, and Geek Ender stuff, and, uh, yeah, started doing some film and TV. And, uh, landed, what I was thinking about, uh, what, I, what, what I think might be the only recurring role on Riverdale who isn't tied to the seasonal plot yes. for the last two years. Yes. Like, I can't think of a single other day player who has come back without being a murderer or something, or being murdered uh, in the last couple seasons. That's true, I, you're very vital. You haven't been murdered yet. Yeah, because <laughs> otherwise who would talk about all the murdered people? That's true. That makes sense. I've been saying, I kind of feel like the like the doctor in Dodgeball. Mm. Yeah. You know? Because mm-hmm. like, everyone can get hit but you. I'm not bringing anyone back, certainly. Yeah. <laughs> well, Sabrina. Yeah. That's a different beast. Um, and you're a junior. Um, yes. That is That has always been a little bit interesting to me. How did that come about? A like, was it, what do you mean? was I'm that sorry. actor not available? There was a Dr. Kirtle oh, in season one. Oh, oh, oh. And I, meant, I thought you meant like a junior in high school. And I was like, oh. no, I think he might be the only 20, 30 something who's actually playing sort of his own age. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I at least have a PhD because yes. I'm a doctor. So that at That's least true. takes some medical school. I don't yes. know how many years exactly for uh, a coroner work. Um, but, uh, yeah, there was a Dr. Curdle in season one and two, mm-hmm. uh, kind of popped in, who's, uh, another Vancouver actor named Mackenzie Gray. Oh! Uh, that's why he looked familiar oh, constantly. Yeah. Right. There is a bit of, I have to say, in both Sabrina and Riverdale, there's a lot of, how do I know that person? That person's been at a theater thing, that person's been in a commercial, you know, something. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's you see familiar. people at auditions. Yeah. Uh, people just look familiar because they're always kind of in your eyeline. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I'm kind of lucky enough to have uh, a little bit of a recognizable face. Yeah. Um, which is, I, I love it. I lean into it as much as possible. Mm. Um, but yeah, uh, he was cast as Dr. Curdle, the coroner, uh, for mm. season one and two. And when season three came around, uh, I'm not sure exactly what happened because I wasn't privy to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I heard through the grapevine that he was filming something in Toronto mm-hmm. and wasn't able to make it back for the dates. So they unceremoniously killed him off and replaced him with me. <laughs> How wonderful for you. Uh, I, I didn't audition for this part, though, is the oh, interesting weird. thing. Normally Ooh. you need to audition for this stuff. Yeah. Um, but I had just done, actually, a different part on Sabrina. Right. Mm. Not Harold. Not Harold, In okay. the art colony, yeah. uh, which I got cast as uh, a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I got cast as Sabrina's science teacher. And there was a scene, yeah, there was a scene where uh, Harvey was drawing in class and I, uh, uh, you know, pick up the drawing and he's drawing Sabrina. I'm like, oh, look at this, everybody in class. Oh, no. Oh, you're the jerk teacher. Yeah, the jerk teacher. Oh, jeez. Did that Um, make the final cut? It didn't, actually. Yeah, it got cut. And about the same time that it was getting uh, released and and Mm -hmm. getting cut, uh, they had this uh, Mackenzie... Gray, uh, mm-hmm. being in Toronto, yeah. issue. Uh, so apparently the uh, executive producer was just like, oh, yeah, we'll just move him to this show. <laughs> and they kind of shuffled me along. They That's cast funny. me as the coroner. They just kind of offered me the part, and I, I accepted it. That's spectacular. And Science teacher, coroner? I mean, there's definitely some dissection involved in both professions. Yeah, and they, <laughs> they understand that I have the look. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, this isn't the first coroner I've played either. <laughs> um, but it is the most fun because uh, I had a little bit of, I had a bit of freedom mm-hmm. uh, coming into the first day of filming without ever having auditioned. Right. Yeah. And Riverdale is such an interesting show because we all know the Archie comics. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're, I always see them in, in grocery stores uh, at the checkout aisle and I flip through and it's always stuff like Archie painting himself into a corner yeah. and trying to fix his jalopy and trying to date Betty and or Veronica at the same time. Mm-hmm. And it's like lighthearted fun. But Riverdale is the gritty reboot yeah. of... The Archie universe. Yeah. Um, what type of fanfic is that again? Where it's just left field UA. Dark Dark AU. Dark AU. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. There yes. we go. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, like in the first season, Archie mm-hmm. has an affair with Miss Grundy. Yep. Like, yeah. You never would have expected that from the reading the comics growing yeah. up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We didn't love that, as I recall. Yeah. Many other things. You, in particular, didn't love that. (laughs) Well, no, we love the show. Like, obviously, we wouldn't be sitting here podcasting Mm -hmm. if we didn't love it. But, yeah, anyway. But, yeah, that that kind of uh, over-the-top, dark and gritty hyperbole that plays with these archetypes. Like, I feel like they've thrown out the the meat and just kept the framework of these, these cultural archetypes the same way I would do if I was you know, redoing a Shakespeare play to some degree. Exactly. That's kind of how I felt as well. And I had uh, Mackenzie's work in the first couple of seasons to kind of like, mm-hmm. I knew that I was playing his son. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I he was uh, a very serious coroner. And in the first scene, mm-hmm. I had to end that scene with the line, uh, what we have here is darker and what happened to Jason Blossom, <laughs> season one. Or what the Black Hood did, season two. No, 
what we're looking at here is the true face of evil. That's right. Mm -hmm. And I had to say that. I had to say true face of evil. And then it was like Riverdale, like splash screen, yeah. half the commercial. That was, it was an important part. So it was this yeah. super dramatic moment Yeah. as this like weird, creepy coroner. Uh, and one of the things that I've learned from being an actor in Vancouver, because mm. I get cast a lot as, um, uh, parts that are more descriptive than people's names often. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like I got cast as, uh, as an ominous fairy once oh, in wow. The Magicians. Cool. And that was his name. His name was Ominous Fairy. <laughs> right. And I got cast as a squirrely zombie in iZombie once. Right. So you sort of fill these these ex extreme characters that somewhat defy description until they see you, and it's like, oh, that. That's what we meant. Yeah. Well, <laughs> ideally, you want yeah. to give people something that they, they didn't know that they wanted. Mm -hmm. That's, I think, the definition of great art. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. but yeah, you get the, the descriptor and then you get the job, mm -hmm. squirrely zombie, mm -hmm. ominous fairy, and it kind of breaks it down for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, so for Dr. Kirtle, I was like, okay, what's his, his job and how is he doing it? Mm -hmm. He's doing it very dramatically. <laughs> the true face of evil. Um, but he's also a coroner who are intentionally kind of creepy. Mm -hmm. And it's in the Archie universe, this like extended, yeah. Yeah. Uh, everything is that little bit uh, unrealistic and hyper-realistic. Mm -hmm. um, like they still go for milkshakes at Pops yeah. all the time while yeah. they're dealing with these murders. There's something great about that. Mm -hmm. So I took all that, distilled it together, and kind of came up with this uh, character that I went with. Right. First time I did it was... They were filming me. Mm -hmm. uh, that's this kind of like B-movie horror host mm -hmm. who's introducing you to the autopsy of the week. Yeah. <laughs> that's a really good way to put it. The autopsy yeah. of the week, especially last season. Yeah, there was yeah. a lot of really. bodies last season, for sure. A lot of work for you. What a treat, though. Like, what an incredible mm. treat to... to not have to worry about whatever it was you did in the audition and just kind of get to let off a rocket, you know? Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, and I've had uh, casting directors uh, tell me that they mm. oftentimes bring me into the room because I'm a little bit of a wild card. I mm. give something that they didn't normally expect. Mm -hmm. mm. It's all that improv training, maybe. <laughs> Ideally, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I do a lot of improv, uh, like I said, with Rapid Fire mm. and Instant Theater, and mm. it's... Uh, indistinguishable from my acting hmm. process hmm. at this point. My improv and acting work are so intertwined. That's interesting. I, I don't know a lot of film actors who start from an improv background. Hmm. Like, I, I, um, I agree. I think it's a great fundamental approach. But um, I'm, I'm quite curious, um, you know, scene partners, do you find film actors, how do you hit, hit that chemistry, that scene flow with them in... What can you take from improv? It helps a lot because uh, I know we're used to doing uh, theater often, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. you have a good amount of rehearsal process because you need to do the whole thing all at once. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but with film, there's almost none. There's almost no rehearsal process, mm -hmm. so you need to do a lot of the work yourself. Yeah. Uh, but improv is great because it frees you up to react to people in the moment. Mm -hmm. um, if they give you something different than you expect, 
um, even take by take, uh, it allows you to receive what they give you mm -hmm. and then give you them something maybe even slightly different back mm -hmm. while staying within the restriction of these are the lines you have yeah. to say. Mm -hmm. But that's about it. You, you have a lot of freedom with how you say those lines and what they mean. Hmm. Hmm. Um, on that kind of process note, I'm curious about your, your big bottle episode in Sabrina. Hmm. Um, yes. Sort of the difference of that... Um, Let's start with the process of, of performing those scenes. We've got this very hyper-dramatic corner uh, and an entirely diff different experience with the lost-in-his-own-psychosis art student. Um, oddly, some similar tones, but a completely different role in setting that tone. Yeah. Um, and I knew yeah. that Sabrina even was tonally different as, as a show. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, like, I don't think my corner character... I would have come to it the same way had I been cast as the coroner on Sabrina. Mm -hmm. uh, because Sabrina's very good at its horror. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and my character in the arts colony was a, mm -hmm. a victim of that. Yeah. And he needed to show the scars mm -hmm. of what these demonic forces mm -hmm. have, have done to mm -hmm. him. Um, and there was a, a bit where I had to uh, whisper while I was painting, yeah. and a lot of um, uh, words came out that, uh, like, I had to like kind of make demonic incantations. Right, it isn't Just... something I do every day, but you know, a job's oh, they a didn't, job. They didn't give you lines for your demonic incantation. No, they were just like, eh, I whisper a lot for right. six minutes straight, and I was like, oh, okay. Be ominous yeah. and creepy. I can do that. Yeah, I actually ended up using some <laughs> stuff from uh, Mutant Chronicles, which I don't think mm. anyone on the internet has caught yet, which is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on how filtered down it was. It's funny, I actually, I didn't recognize you in that episode the first time I saw it. Mm, yeah. um, uh, which is, I always think, impressive to, to fool someone who you've met in person um, <laughs> with that, uh, that particular character. Um, yeah. And uh, having worked on both shows, I know there's the overlapping executive producer, yeah. but um, I think I think uh, fans watching the show, especially with the the way they were sort of um, launched, uh, there's a lot of expectation that are these the same worlds? Is this overlapping? But being different networks, um, I'm not sure how much there is process wise similar. Um, you mentioned how the tones are quite distinct. Yeah. Um, how did you find it jumping from show to show? Show to show to show, I guess, it sounds like. Yeah, uh, I did kind of ping back and forth. Um, it's, I mean, different shows and different sets uh, mm. always work differently, but ultimately about the same. Mm -hmm. uh, it was interesting being on both shows because there was all of this talk about what a uh, mm -hmm. uh, crossover might look like. Um mm. And I didn't know if I was playing... I knew I wasn't playing the same character, but I didn't mm. know if they were in the same world. Because right. in the Archie comics, uh, Greendale is just a drive yeah. over. They mm -hmm. meet with Sabrina regularly. Mm -hmm. um, so, And there was actually an article written about me crossing mm. over. Like, a couple, I think. <laughs> cool. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. About, that, like, that analysis. This, this Riverdale actor's also in Sabrina. Crossover confirmed? And I'm like, I don't know. I just got paid. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I have noticed there's been, I mean, there's been, obviously, they've 
characters on each show have mentioned Greendale or mentioned Riverdale kind of in passing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the most explicit reference I've noticed is there's a scene where, um, oh my God, I've just forgotten his name. I can't believe it. Um, Sabrina's... Harvey? Harvey, thank you. Blake. Harvey, Harvey Kinkle. Kinkle, that's the point. Yeah, I have <laughs> Harvey, a lot of fun working with Harvey Kinkle. I, bu- so I bet. Well, let's ask you about that in a minute. Um, I He's leaving um, a bookstore and he's carrying a stack of, a stack of Archie comics and they're like right next to the frame so there's no way you cannot miss reading <laughs> yeah. them so mm. i don't know i don't know i think a crossover would be really fun i don't know what you, how do you feel well i i also remember an episode of riverdale where uh archie and jughead need to smuggle a crate somewhere and yeah it's headed, it's headed to the lovecraft university yep in greendale in, they, they definitely yeah. drive to greendale in oh, riverdale I didn't catch the name of the university that's yeah <laughs> So it's like, also Lovecraft? I don't know. Mm-hmm. They don't know? Right. We're all waiting to find out. <laughs> right. That's funny. I'm kind of waiting for, like, whatever producers can, can okay that to, yes. to figure it out at some level. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, working with Harvey Kinkle. Yeah, tell us about, tell us about your experiences with the cast. Yeah. Mm. Uh, he was great. He was super fun. And... Uh, uh, I had a scene uh, before, uh, as, as I was saying, as mm-hmm. uh, their science teacher. I got to meet uh, Kiernan Shipka as well. Mm-hmm. And she was fun and she remembered me. And she'd been uh, doing a lot of scenes with Nettie as well. Right. Right. That. Um, so we kind of had that connection. Mm-hmm. So that was fun. Um Nettie being uh, Diana Spellman, who we spoke to in January. Yes. Yes, in a previous interview. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had a lot of fun doing that scene with him. Mm-hmm. He had, uh, like, we worked together on it, and we kind of, like, pushed and pulled mm-hmm. with each other uh, to try to get the, the takes just right. Right. Um, and the director was really fun to work with, too. Uh, he had a lot of energy on set, so it was a really nice experience and i spent the entire time trying to figure out if it was in the same universe because i was like why am i on both of these shows yeah yeah Yeah. i mean to me to me that almost indicates a bit of a giving up on a crossover the fact that they're like well we can use you everywhere well there's a precedent set actually on buffy there's um Hmm. there's a vampire that gets killed in an early episode who is then recast later that same actor is recast later Mm. in a fairly significant role (laughs) Andrew, do you remember? Yes. I don't know. Yeah, Andrew, and he's early on. He's a very like stereotypically mm. gay kind of that stereotype um, yeah. vampire, mm. um, and gets killed. He's like one of Harmony's uh, alkalites. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Not that I was paying close attention in Buffy or anything, but all this to say <laughs> is that you may yet <laughs> absolutely be in both shows at once. <laughs> absolutely. I look forward to the day, Ben. Uh, no, what? What's his name? What's the art student's name? Harold. Harold. That Harold. we get to see like Harold on the slab. Uh, yeah. Oh my would, God. Would work out quite nicely. Whoa. Um, I'm we're I'm also curious, what? and I'm sure listeners are curious about uh, some of the other actors you've gotten to work with, who we might recognize. I know you share uh, scenes a lot with Lily Reinhardt, sometimes with uh, Cole Sprouse, mm-hmm. uh, Skeet Ulrich near the end of the season. Yeah. And uh, just what stands out about uh, working with them? Or... Um. Well, they're all uh, real professionals. Um, and they've been doing this for a couple of years now, and they've got a really good rhythm going. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes Cole and I talk video games. Yeah, mm-hmm. cool. Um, yeah. And, uh, I, yeah, I have a lot of fun just, like, uh, 
playing this character with them because mm-hmm. we serve different uh, functions. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. You almost don't exist at the same level of of hyperrealism at times because we have these kids who go to all extremes of of bizarre or normal. Yeah. And then this consistent creepy presence. Yeah. But uh, but everyone has the total buy-in, which mm-hmm. is what makes it work. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. They're committed to, yeah, yeah. Well, it, it's such a ridiculous reality that, mm-hmm. th- yeah, the, the way that they bought into, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, like I think about the scene in the first season where they're on the river and they're rescuing Cheryl, spoilers. Um, <laughs> but if you're with us now, then you should know. Yeah, right. Um, where they're t- calling to her, and I go back and watch that scene, and I'm like, this this show is like, in the best sense of the word, melodrama, I, mm-hmm. I think. And they are so committed and so in it. Which is which must be so fun to work with. Yeah, absolutely. I sit in more of the mystery side of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is probably why I was used so much last season. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know they were trying to make it feel a lot like a film noir. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that definitely read. <laughs> I caught that. So yeah. <laughs> um... And uh, I read in some interviews that next season is going for more of a, uh, like, teen thriller. Kind mm. of like, I yeah. Know What You Did Last Summer. That would make sense for that yeah. closing scene. I've yeah. was i I've been guessing How to Get Away with Murder is kind of the vibe. But yeah. Like, high school version. Mm-hmm. Mm. Exactly. I like that you also get to learn about this from articles the way we do. Yeah, well... <laughs> I don't have that much more insight mm-hmm. than, than uh, everyone else. Um, yeah. Um, what else are you working on this summer? I assume it's, uh, it's between seasons, so you must have other arts gigs going on. Uh, I go for uh, auditions fairly often. I have a really great agent, mm-hmm. uh, Esther Cohen. I, I love her. Um, and she knows my look really well. We work Mm -hmm. really well together. Mm -hmm. Um, So I audition fairly consistently, but uh, uh, because I'm a Vancouver actor, I don't normally know what I'm going to get until a week or two before I'm able to film it, actually, Mm -hmm. before the filming day. Right. They Um, they slot you in last minute often, these day player roles. Yeah. I auditioned for one yesterday mm. on monday that was filming on friday right so oh. yeah everything happens fast so you'll hear thursday night if you get it is that kind of how it goes maybe <laughs> okay <laughs> uh how about live performance for anyone who's local um i i know you through instant mainly but i'm not sure uh, if you've got anything on the go at the moment outside of the the film work um not too much right now mm. uh i had a really good um, Weird Al karaoke set. That oh counts. My God. Wow. Yeah, that counts. That Please tell fun. us more. <laughs> well, not to give away too much, but uh, it was a parody of Weezer's Beverly Hills. Do you know oh, that song? Okay. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yeah, it was uh, General Mills. <laughs> oh. So it was about the cereal, uh, and then it was about a guy named General Mills, uh, and then it was just about Mills in general. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds great. Yes. Very weird, Al. Um, great. Uh, any last thoughts, Chloe? 
No. Um, uh, I have a thing. Yeah. Uh, yes, please. Because I don't know if you know that there's a Riverdale convention that's happening. We, we I, the, sort of. Tell us more. I'm aware it exists. Yeah. I'm aware it exists. Where is it? Uh, here? It, here, in yeah. Vancouver. When? In November, I think. Really? Yeah. There I, was. For some reason I thought there'd been one like in April and we'd missed it. There was one in April. There was, but it was more of an academic one in April. Oh, I, oh, I think oh, it oh. might have been out in Fraser Valley. Anyway, okay. there was a like call for papers about that. I very nearly mm. stayed up till midnight writing something before I realized this deadline is tight. But Riverdale convention in November. Yeah, well, tell me more. Well, uh, I'm I'm not sure uh, that much more, mm-hmm. but uh, you know I'm trying to get in. Mm-hmm. Um, but they already have a bunch of people uh, signed up mm-hmm. who, are, yeah, cool. who are coming. A bunch of cast members doing panels and you know autographs and photographs and stuff. Excellent. Yeah, I would love to. My dream is to host a game of Griffins and Gargoyles. Yeah. Oh my god. Have this you... is the right city for that. Yeah, you really should pitch that to them, especially yeah. especially if the cast are playing. Yeah, exactly. That would be people would show up. For that. Everyone would love to see yeah. that. <laughs> Oh, man. Spectacular. Thanks for letting us know about that, Nikolai. Mm-hmm. Um, any last thoughts for the Riverdale gang, uh, our faithful listeners? Um, thank you for tuning into this show. Thank you for tuning into Riverdale. Uh, keep making Dr. Curdle Jr. proud. <laughs> make, make decisions that would make Dr. Curdle Jr. proud. That's, a, that's an advice to live by. Yeah. Thank you very much, Nikolai. Thank you for having me. Yes. That was a really fun interview. It was nice to hear, like, I don't know, like, I expect, I, I think for myself, if I was an actor on um, shows with famous people, I would have a lot of, like, <laughs> wow to overcome. And to be fair, the times I have seen famous people in real life have been like, oh, you're a human, cool. <laughs> but for something, something about getting to work with people that you admire, I think, mm-hmm. must be kind of... Just just really unique and really fun. Yeah, I can see where there's that professional mode you switch on and you work with your coworkers and whatnot. Um, I But I just love the idea of hanging out with Cole Sprouse chatting about video games. Yeah. That brings me joy. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I don't know if we'll be back again this summer. We might be. We might not be. We'll see. We'll keep you updated. Um, but just, so, just as a reminder, we will be doing at least the first episode of season four. Mm-hmm. And if we don't love it, then we'll maybe Sayonara, <laughs> but we'll see. And so in the meantime, hopefully we'll see you again at some point in the summer uh, if we have something cool and worth sharing with you, gang. Otherwise, see you in the fall. Bye now. Bye.